0: This is the Coffee Commune podcast, where the coffee community comes to collaborate, showcasing today another of our Coffee Commune members. Enjoy.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Coffee Commune podcast. I'm your host, Ray Han. I've got on the show today, Trinity Bond from EnviroChill. Welcome, Trinity.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it's really exciting to be here today.
1: Let's start at the obvious place. Why have you chosen to become part of the Coffee Commune?
0: Look, I've always been a big believer in relationships in business and I love business networking and I've always gone out to a lot of different business events in Brisbane, Um, but I've not found that there've been many hospitality people in those uh, situations. So, it's really exciting to be part of a a network and a community that is specifically hospitality focused. Last year, I found the Women in Hospitality group and I went along to a couple of their events and it's really nice to to be part of that network as well, but I'm really looking forward to um, meeting more people through the Coffee Commune.
1: I'm finding a lot of these little industry groups are kind of like popping up like women in coffee or women in yeah. hospitality and I think it's really cool that people are starting to project their ideas a bit more and finding like-minded people to join in on their cause so to speak. Yeah. It's it's really awesome so the coffee commune is sort of one of them. Are you part of any other any other interesting groups?
0: So I'm I'm part of BNI which is Business Networking International. It's one of the largest professionally structured business networking groups, mm-hmm. but that covers Anyone in business almost. I have recently found another one um, that is women in Mm -hmm. the meat industry. So, the meat
1: industry. Yeah.
0: So, you know, female butchers. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so I think that's really exciting as well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Okay. So, uh, Envirochill. Yes. What's Envirochill about? And like, maybe, maybe talk us through where the idea came from and. Mm -hmm how how this ended up coming into being.
0: Yeah, okay. Chill is all about helping the food industry to reduce food waste mm-hmm. and improve food safety.
1: And how did you come up with that? Like you're the founder, so obviously you started it. It was your idea.
0: I actually came across a little a franchise business about 15 years ago. It was an opportunity that had just been released in Australia to help the hospitality industry, again, reduce food waste, create a better environment for their refrigeration and improve food safety. So we started off in that and we operated that business as various franchise groups Mm -hmm. for about 10 years. And then five years ago, we decided that we wanted to add more value for our customers and do a little bit more than just provide one service. So uh, that's when we went out on our own and created the EnviroChill brand and um, started looking at other ways that we can help people in the food industry have a better, more profitable, safer food business.
1: It, it seems like the um, the reduction of waste seems to be a, a movement that's gathering a lot of momentum, especially in the last few years. How long did you say you, you've been doing this? For 15 years now?
0: Yeah, so um, when I started out 15 uh. years ago it wasn't really the buzzword that it was now, but I'd worked in a lot of manufacturing and so we always had these Kaizen and just-in-time processes and root cause analysis and like you analysed absolutely everything. And so when I saw this opportunity to help reduce food waste, I thought that's got to be like, you know, the ultimate dream for a food business. But um, unfortunately, when I sort of, you know, launched in and started speaking to hospitality, I realised that it wasn't actually very high on their priority list. And it was just seen as a a byproduct of doing business. And, you know, you're going to have food waste, you're going to have trim, you're going to have customers send product back. And even to this day, even though it's becoming more popular, a lot of businesses still really don't analyse it um, effectively.
1: Why is it important for a business to reduce their food waste? Like why why don't people analyze and and look at what they're actually wasting how, and how do they do that if they want to start doing that?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of um, a lot of businesses, chefs and things, they're just too busy trying to do what they do to get food out the door and keep customers happy. Mm-hmm. Why should they do it? Studies in the UK have shown that for every dollar that a business invests in reducing food waste provides a seven times return. Yeah, wow. Well, so if you... and, and That's and s- much, seven times. It's huge, but wait for this. Study by um, RMIT in Melbourne a few years ago showed that the average food business wastes 30 to 40% of the product that comes in their door so if you're spending 10 grand a week on your on your food stock or 10 grand a month three thousand of that is just going straight in the bin if you could repurpose that and do something better with that food product there's an extra 21 grand in your pocket each month if i had a
1: cake yes and i had 10 slices of cake three or four of them are wasted.
0: Yep, they're going in the bin. So that, much, that might be, yeah. but, you know, you maybe well, you cut that cake too big. Yeah. Maybe that customer only wanted like three quarters of the size of that slice, so half of it's being left on their plate. Jeez. There's a whole, and, and again, it's like, for me, data is everything. Yeah, you know, I've got, yeah. manu- again, manufacturing and processes. So, it, to <laughs> me, it's all about the data. If you don't measure yeah, yeah. something, you can't manage it. Exactly. So, if you're not analysing what is your food waste and why do we have this? Is it just the chips and the salad? Are we putting too much garnish on the plate? Is the steak continually being overcooked? How much trim have we got going in the bin? Mm. If you don't know the answers to those questions, you can't fix the problem.
1: So how are you you sort of tackling that problem? What's EnviroChill doing to manage food waste?
0: Okay, so the the big focus of our business at the moment is on technology. So we put refrigeration sensors in, like temperature monitoring sensors, into refrigeration. So what they do is they track the temperature every 15 minutes and let you know straight away as soon as there's a problem. So we're totally eliminating that risk of a business owner coming in first thing in the morning and finding out the refrigeration's blown up overnight and they've got to throw out a whole fridge full of food. You know, you can actually make an informed decision. Did the fridge die at 11 o'clock or is it only just died at five o'clock. Has my food, you know, is my food only just got to five degrees or has it been at eight degrees for four hours? Um, again, it's having that data and being able to make an informed decision.
1: Uh, so it sounds like the days of, I used to have a trick uh, back in the day when I was in the cafe, we had a frozen glass of water in the fridge <laughs> with and, and a with a top. coin on top. <laughs> that was our high-tech solution at that stage but obviously times have moved forward since then yeah so data information that's just information straight back to cafe owners so they make decisions straight away yeah is cafe owners the only people who can make use of these facilities
0: the sensors that we use they actually track a range of temperatures anything Mm -hmm. from minus 50 so frozen, yep. like deep frozen, through to 120 degrees. So we can do like dishwashers and bain-marines. Okay. So while the hospitality industry, restaurants and cafes are our core business, we also do aged care. So we can do like vaccine and medication fridges. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's there's a whole range of things out there. Technically, we can monitor IT server rooms. So if you've got all your IT in a nightclub running your POS systems and your music and and your computer server room blows up because it got too hot because the air. Can, air died ah. in there. We can send you a notification, letters, you know the temperature room in your, in your IT server's too hot. We've had clubs ask us for, for data on you know their gaming rooms because you know this patron complains it's too cold, this one complains it's too hot. What's actually going on? Well, you know, at 11 o'clock when bingo finishes and you've got 50 <laughs> people turn up in that room, you need to pump up the aircon. But again, it comes down to having data yeah. and real facts that you can make an informed decision on.
1: So I'm, I'm a real tech geek. Like, I like to know all the the nitty gritty yeah. what, what do these sensors look like and what's the, yeah. like the interface with it and how, how does it work?
0: Okay, so the sensor itself yeah. is just about the size of a deck of cards. It's just mm-hmm. a little plastic box, mm-hmm. runs on two AA battery, uh, AAA batteries. They've got some magnets on the back, so you can literally just sit it straight into the fridge. Yeah. From there, we connect that through Wi-Fi. So they've got their own little Wi-Fi network. We connect it to a central unit called a hub. And then the hub uses your Wi-Fi in the shop to talk to the internet. So then we become the cloud thing and IoT and all of those buzzwords. So the sensor in the fridge takes a reading every 15 minutes, sends it to the hub and up to the cloud. And then the cloud looks at it and goes, is this right what temperature mm-hmm. am I supposed to be and who do I have to notify? And then we can have a range of alert situations where we can go, okay, this person gets it at this temperature and this one gets it at this time. And all hours, all times, completely customizable to each situation.
1: All right. So the sensor is separate from the hub. So I'm guessing you can have many sensors connected uh, to a hub?
0: Yeah, like you can have up to, you know, 80 or 100 or something. I haven't maxed it out yet. Um, so, yeah. That's yep. really
1: awesome. I can imagine that would provide a lot of data. Is it a problem to have too much data?
0: Um, <laughs> sometimes it can be. I have had some chefs say to me, mm-hmm. like quite honestly, that it's too honest for them. Yeah. It's too frank. Yeah. They don't want the, the the food inspector to come in and know that their prep bench is, is maxing out throughout service. But I mean, again, you have to come back and look at that mm-hmm. and go, well, is it a food safety risk?" So, therefore, do I actually need to physically yeah. and practically do something about the way we operate the business? You know, we have to, do we have mm-hmm. to manage our refrigeration better yeah. so that our food is stored safely? Or is it just a matter of fact that just for those two hours, when we're doing prep and we're in and out, that that fridge gets a little bit warm, but you're not actually exceeding the food safety zones your two- and four-hour rule is yeah. still being complied with? So, again, it's data.
1: Okay, cool. So what do you think is the next step for EnviroChill? Where are you guys heading? What's what's the future look like for you?
0: Well, this is still relatively new technology. Not a week goes by when I talk to people about this technology. Mm-hmm. They still don't know it exists. They're all still doing manual temperature logs. They're getting yeah. the paper out and writing the temperatures down twice a day, which is really inefficient and not a good use of their time. And they're quite surprised that we can actually automate that from them and take all that horrid paperwork away. So I think there's a lot of just natural growth in people. You know which is the best product or technology for them to help them in that regard and then we've been continually developing the software that sits behind the temperature monitoring so it's not just a temperature sensor in the fridge but it's a full digital food safety platform so everything that a food business needs for that five star eat safe council rating and the food inspections you can do on our platform so you can do your pest control records your daily weekly monthly cleaning schedules Temperature of foods being received, your two and four hour rules, everything you need for eat safe or a food safety plan is on there, and if it's not, mm. we can customise it and add it in. And I think that that's you know it's just that natural evolution and massaging and improving the software. We just keep taking feedback from people going, we need this form, you know, just. Within the last six months, we added a wastage form because we had a new bakery which wanted to track their wastage electronically. They didn't want to do it in a spreadsheet or on a piece of paper. So we created the form that they can put it on on the um, IntelliGuard system and track it that way.
1: It sounds, it sounds like you've got a lot of people behind, uh, behind it. How big is your team?
0: EnviroChill is actually just a family business, my husband and I. Um, so we provide a range of other services for cold room hygiene. So we do cleaning and we provide... PVC strip curtains and different things like that. So my husband, he's the, the elbow grease. <laughs> um, and I do all the business development mm-hmm. and admin and the background stuff.
1: Yeah, wow. Yeah. And so in terms of like area of coverage, yep. are you primarily focused on Brisbane or do you go wider than that?
0: We can physically service. Um, we've got customers on the Gold Coast and in Toowoomba. Mm-hmm. Um, we're happy to go to the Sunshine Coast. But the temperature monitoring systems, we can literally just, you know, pack them in a box and ship them out to the customer and talk them through setting them up and and getting it all up and running um, because it is quite simple.
1: So they can go out anywhere, countrywide pretty much for the temperature monitoring stuff. That's really awesome. It sounds like this is like a real passion project for you. Like where did that kind of come from?
0: My why, everyone says, you know, focus on your why and what's your why. So my why is really preventing food waste Mm -hmm. and helping people you know, actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. I also volunteer with Oz Harvest, So that's a really big passion for me. And at least once a month, I go out and do food, food rescue. So we jump in their yellow trucks and go around to all the, you know, the supermarkets and the restaurants. We pick up yeah. food and we literally rescue it and take it and give it to people who need it. We were talking before about, you know, food waste in hospitality. It's a global issue. And again, mm-hmm. that global issue is really only sort of started to come to light probably over the past five or so years, one third of the food we produce around the world just goes to waste. And yet we have so many countries that have such food insecurity. And, you know, food waste, the global impact, the environmental impact of that is just so huge. When you put that all together, if I can help a business owner reduce food waste in their business, there's a massive big flow on effect to that.
1: Is there anything that you wish I had asked you?
0: I wish I had asked you. <laughs> um, I didn't get to talk about my daily rampage. Your daily rampage. Yeah.
1: What's a daily rampage? Tell me about it.
0: So my daily rampage is its all about positive mindset. <laughs> and I try to listen to this every day. And it's all about having a great day and starting the day off on the right foot.
1: Ah, How do you do that?
0: So it's just a one minute rampage.
1: This is a new beginning. This is me new into the world this is me. I love that. It's like, it's, really it's like, it's like positivity. Yeah. It's about getting into a good mindset. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's really, really cool.
0: Yeah. And it, and it is about, it's all about mindset. Yeah. Mindset is everything. Having the right mindset can change your world. I love that. Yeah, I love definitely.
1: that. Sure can. Is that, is that a video like on YouTube or something? Yeah. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> again.
0: Yeah. So this is a positive affirmation from Abraham, and it's called the Abraham Morning Rampage. This is a really good day. Um, okay, I'll put the link online so we'll li- for we'll you. And this, yeah, yeah, you can find that if you want to start your day. It'll be the down in the foot. show notes. Yeah, cool. All
1: right. Awesome. So the last question for me is uh, Can you finish this sentence for me? When I leave the room, I would like people to
0: say she really cares. And I think that's regardless of whether it's me hanging out with my friends and the time I spend with them, I'm doing that because I care about them. I think you see when I talk about food waste that I really do care about food waste and it is a passion for me. And if I'm talking to a business owner about services that we provide for their business, it's because I really do care about them and want to help them in their business and... It's raining.
1: It's just started it raining. raining. It just started raining.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just out of the blue. I can it's see just, blue sky and I, I can know. see it raining. So
0: what's that noise? <laughs> wow.
1: That's hilarious. Oh, man. I well, Trin- <laughs> Trinity, oh, yeah. it's been amazing talking to you. You're a member of the coffee commune. Yes. How else can people get in contact with you? Anyone that's in, interested in your services?
0: checking us out on Facebook. So that's just um, facebook.com slash EnviroChill. You can just search for us, all one word. All our contact details are there or find us through the Coffee Commune as we're a sponsor here as well.
1: So all all of these contact details will be in the show notes. Uh, We'll add them. Is there any particular benefit for other members of the Coffee Commune doing business with EnviroChill?
0: I think before when we spoke about business networks, I really love to support other people and I'm an advocate for other people that I believe in. Really big on building relationships and kind of bit scratch my back, or scratch yours, but, you know, I really just love supporting other people in business as well.
1: Fantastic. Well, it's been awesome chatting to you. Thanks so Thank much.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Coffee Commune podcast. Remember to subscribe and rate this show wherever you're listening.